0: Okay, so I'm back. Welcome back to another episode of the Isaiah Kid Podcast. I'm back. We're gonna have some call ins. Um, you know, some listeners are gonna give us some opinions. Also, big week in week ten this week. Um a lot of upsets, a lot of things I wanna tackle and get to. Uh big week coming up, college for a playoff week two rankings came out. We all know LSU Alabama, LSU came on came out on top, so that's a big thing. Um so big 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 episode right here, let's go. Welcome. So, we're back like every week on a weekly basis after all the games have, conc- have concluded. I-, I always give you guys my weekly top 10. How do I feel about my top 10 this week? Uh, a couple, mo- couple placements I want to put. Uh, I-, I left a couple teams out here on purpose. i talk. I probably talk about them a little bit more down the, down the road in the episode. But here you go my weekly top 10. My top 10 for week 10 entering week 11. So, let's go. Okay. So... At 10, I have the Steelers. I have the Steelers because they have, they have dominant line play on offense and defense. Uh, Mike Common has done a great job with coaching his butt off with this team. This team has overachieved. When Big Ben got hurt and they lost Antonio Brown and they lost Le'Veon Bell, I counted this team out, quite frankly. I didn't think they had enough. But their O-line is really good. I love their O-line. They keep Mason Rudolph upright. Uh, running games playing really good and really well and they have a young dominant front seven. I love their front seven young and dominant TJ e. Bush. I mean TJ Watt uh, Devin Bush They have some nice pieces Bud Dupree They have some nice pieces on their D line and make Fitzpatrick fix Patrick is making a strong case for defensive player of the year So Pittsburgh at ten uh nine cowboys I have the Cowboys at nine this week uh, they, they're really good on third down. They're really good on offense. They're really good on defense. They do a lot of things exceptionally well. I think the thing that the, the reason why the Cowboys always run into this ceiling, it's always a ceiling, is because of the coaching. It's because of the coaching. That into a really good team, and that kept them in the game. That coaching, Jason Garrett, calls them the game. It it, it just quite frankly did, and I like how Dallas is real. Dallas is well constructed. I just think their coaching is not. It's not on par. It's not on par to the rest of the top ten, top ten, the top tier teams in the league. So Cowboys at nine. Texans. I have the Texans. They're really running the ball well, and they're stopping the one rail really really well. Uh, Have still have questions about their secondary, but I like this Houston team. Um Deshaun Watson, he starts he always starts the season off really shaky, but as the season continues, he don't he 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 he, he loses very rarely. He has game yet in his career. He's he's undefeated in November in his career. So he, when it when, when when playoff time coming down the stretch, November, December, Deshaun Watson does not lose. Ten, and, um they got the win this week against the Panthers, uh, that Lambeau Weber really started to show. I the late game situations or the situations strategically that they did. I don't like how those played out. That's more of like a Matt LaFleur problem. Um, I think they did a little bit better. With with Rodgers, their offense would be a little better with Ern Rodgers and the weapons that they have. I I I just ex- I just expect more from their offense. We really haven't seen that like this year. They've had a couple games this year where they look really good offensively, and we're like, oh, that could possibly be a Super Bowl contender. But for the most part, for the most part of the season, we haven't seen that offense, the explosive offense that we are accustomed to seeing. By led by Aaron Rodgers, so Packers at seven. I feel like they have some limitations. Packers at seven. Vikings at six. Um, I've been very critical of this team, and not necessarily the team, but Kirk Cousins. We all know Kirk Cousins is the weakest link on the roster. Uh, they have a great head coach. They have a they have a great they have a great head coach. Great running game. Great O line. Great defense. Everything else is there, but we all know this team. Is led by its run game, its coach, and its defense. It it, it it it's just it's just like that. Kirk Cousins was not asked to do much on Sunday night. Da- Dalvin Cook was really the star. Um, defense didn't really play well, but that's because Dallas offense is really good. But this team it is it's led and anchored by its coach, by its coach, run game, and defense. But I love this roster. I have no problem with this roster but I don't really care for the quarterback Kirk Cousins. Five at Seattle. At 5 I have Seattle. Um the Seahawks really showed me a lot last night. Uh I've been skeptical of their defense. Their defense have been lackluster these last especially these last few weeks. It's been really it's been real lackluster. And I mean to be quite honest, if they didn't have Russell Wilson, that guy who's playing like the best quarterback in football right now. Yeah, I said the best quarterback in football. They would be short. They wouldn't be seven and two, or eight and two. They wouldn't be eight and two. They would not be eight and two. This team is not an eight and two team. But with the with the combination last night, with the combination of Russell Wilson and him extending the play and being able to extend plays with his legs, and then on defense, you having Davion J- 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 Clowney dominate, dominate the offensive line of the 49ers. That that was a combination of why and how the Seahawks won last night's game and handed the 49ers their first loss of the season. So Seattle at five. Uh New England. I had them at four. New England at four. They had a bye week this week. Um they're in, but they had a I'm not surprised by the loss with Baltimore either. I mean, like I said, I think with more better I think with this better Baltimore more than bad New England, because we already knew what New England's like weaknesses were, we already knew what their weak points were. We were just waiting for a team good enough to expose them. you know I think I think they'd be fine in the postseason. I heard they're trying to get Gronk back or they're trying to convince to get they're trying to convince Gronk to come back like I said, I think they'd be fine, but it's just they don't have a big play threat. It's much easier to prepare for a forty-two-year-old quarterback like Tom Brady. Their defense can be, their defense can can bend at times, but I still have New England at four. I'm i I'm just gonna keep it like that. New England at four. Uh, at three to Saints. I have the Saints at three. They're coming off a head-scratching loss to the Falcons. Which which have we have all we always have like in the NFL it's always like two games every weekend. That's like how did that team beat that team? That games was Atlanta beating the Saints. It was like how did one in seven Atlanta come in the Mercedes Benz Dome and beat the Saints like that? Yeah, I know. It's just always one of those games like that that just you know the ball doesn't fall your way. It's okay, though. Um, New Orleans, I think they bounced back. I still like them. Um, home court may... I mean, home court. Home field may not be an option, uh, depending on how they finish the season. But, I, excuse me, I still like this team. I still like this team very much. New Orleans at three. At two, the 49ers. I still have the 49ers at two, despite losing. Um, they're real good defensively. They can force a lot of turnovers. They had... For for the most part of the first half, they had Russell Wilson. They had him. They they had his number in the first half. For the most part, they had his number for the first half. For the most part, they was able to force turnovers. They had him on his heels a little bit. Um, in the second half, we all know that changed, uh, due to some turnovers by the created by the defense of Seattle. But New Orleans, I mean San Francisco, Jimmy. We all see Jimmy Garoppolo. Is probably the weakest link of the team on the team. Defense is really good. Running game is special. Even though Seattle stopped the run last night, this is this this is going to be the determining factor whether or not San Francisco wins the Super Bowl or uh, gets to the Super Bowl or they lose in the Conference Championship. That this, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the difference. I'm telling you. Uh. Ravens at one. Okay, so I had the Ravens at one. They're seven two. They dominate Pete Curl in Seattle. They dominate Bill Belichick come up bye. and bye. I mean, what more can you say? One of the you know, those are the top five coaches in the league. What more can you say about this Baltimore team? Um they they control time possession. They have the porf- they have the perfect formula to beating Mahomes, to beating New England and Tom Brady. Keep them off the field. And nobody does that better than Baltimore. Baltimore leads the league in time possession, rush yards, rush offense, scoring offense. They lead the league in all of those stats. And their defense, I don't know if you know this, but their defense is ramping up. It's getting better. I'm sorry. I had them at one. I mean, Lamar Jackson, he's he's my runner-up for MVP. Right now, my MVP is Russell Wilson, but Lamar Jackson is right there. Lamar is right there. Their offense is special. I love this Ravens team. Ravens at one. Baltimore at one. I'm sorry. That's my top ten for this week. All right. So I got to listen to with me. Uh, So we're gonna talk about. Welcome back. We're gonna talk about um, the big games this weekend. We had LSU take down Alabama. Um, We had cow. We had the Cowboys lose to Minnesota. And then we had the Monday Night Thriller w- between the 49ers and the Seahawks. Um, so we can get right to that. So go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: What's up? My name is
0: Quade. Mm-hmm. Hey, and whatever it is, like, say where i from all of uh, No, nah, you good. I mean, you can you can start from there. Uh, so, yeah, so my name is Quade. Okay, so we're going to talk about the LSU and Alabama game. Go, go ahead and give me your take.
1: I, my take on the um, LSU
0: versus Alabama game. Yeah, it was, it was a hard for a game, but I
1: still think that Alabama is the best team. For one, saying that due to their schedule, they not they haven't played top team, so right. they, when they play when they play the top team, they performed pretty well. Vanderbilt those was just coming back from injury. I still think they played well enough to still be the top team. I think that, um Alabama's still the top team, but LSU showed
0: that they was the top team for now. Okay, because I, I feel like I've I, I been like I, like I always root for Alabama. I, I always like Alabama. Alabama, I like what they do. But I feel like LSU this year is a little bit different offensively, and they showing us that they 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 like they beat a good Auburn team, they beat a good Florida team, and now they beat Alabama. So. LSU have shown us that they can beat good teams. I, I, I really, I, I mean, I was worried about Alabama because you, like you said, they really haven't played nobody. Like they haven't played like a top twenty-five opponent. So I was worried about Alabama coming into the game. Yeah, they. That's that's
1: that's why I was only worried about them because they haven't played no talent so. It was going to be a half fought game because they haven't played against nobody the whole year. But I think that they played well enough for us to, for you to still know that they're top team. They didn't go and get blown out or anything, and they, and they started off sloppy. And yeah,
0: they jumped back
1: into the game. So I think I, I think they proved that they're still a top team.
0: So you think they can make the college football four?
1: Yeah, yeah, they should still be in the college football.
0: I think so too. Oh go ahead. No, go ahead. As of right as as
1: of right now as of right now, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, um, LSU, Alabama and
0: Clemson to be in the top four. Not Ohio State? I
1: mean, yeah, well, if I put if I can hold Ohio State and I'll have to take Clemson out. So yeah, Ohio State take Clemson out, but Clemson I, I'm going off of pre off of the previous year when they ranked it. I mean, well, yeah, take Clemson out, but Clemson haven't Clemson have not proven to, when they should be out of it. But yeah, take Clemson out and put at Ohio State now.
0: Okay. So you still think I I I like I still like Alabama. I think they can still make the four. Um, I think they can still make the four because, like you said, they didn't like. It's not like with a even even with a a banged up Tua when Tua wasn't healthy. Even with a banged up Tua and with a a, good, a very good LSU team, they still started off the game sloppy. Had a couple turnovers, but in the second half, they really changed, They really turned around the game. And they still—they, I mean, they still made it a game. They had a chance at the end to win the game. So you're right. I mean, they—I think they still one of the top teams in the nation. But I—I uh, I, I just like like this weekend. I think LSU showed us how good they really are. And if you like, if you didn't pay attention to the Florida wins or the Auburn win, they really showed you this weekend that we can play.
1: I did not name um, Oklahoma too It's because I mean Ohio State, my bad. The only reason I didn't name Ohio State mm-hmm. is because
0: going on with um, Chase, you know, yeah. I Chase Young. That's yeah. Yeah. But
1: with Chase Young,
0: yeah, they they're top four That's another thing. Do you think they can get to the college football four without Chase Young? That's
1: that's the reason why when I just named my four they wasn't in it, but were they
0: showing to be playing, yeah. But do I think that they would be a real competitor to win in without Chase Young? Um, no. Yeah, I kinda feel that way too, and it's 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 bad that um that the NCAA is doing that to Chase Young because he's been he's been balling. But I mean And it, and it was a family friend to he Right. Um, right. That's exactly. that that's stupid. But so that
1: shouldn't have nothing
0: to do with it. Right. right. I don't. I I hate that NCAA rule. I hate that NCAA rule. So you got Oklahoma, Alabama, LSU, and Ohio State as your four. Yeah, with 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 Clemson, with Clemson right there to take, with Clemson right there to take anybody in that four spot. Okay. Yeah. Because I think because I, I don't think me honestly. I, even though you, you mean, I can see why you got Clemson at five because they really haven't they haven't played nobody yet. Uh, but I think I don't think Clemson going to lose, and I think with them going undefeated, I think Clemson some way somehow will find their way into the into the playoff just be, just based that's off the I fact said. they didn't lose.
1: Yeah, that's why I said that's why I
0: said the Clemson is right, like right, right. If any slip up due to the Alabama loss, due to
1: their loss, yeah, they put their spot in jeopardy a little bit. But I still feel as though they're still the top fourteen. Mm-hmm. But if it come down to it, if Clemson and Alabama went out, I would have to get an edge to still Alabama, still Alabama, because the way they played against LSU. Hmm.
0: Right, and that was one of my things with the Alabama game because I, I picked LSU to win the game. But that was my thing with the Alabama game. I was like, if Alabama get blown out and LSU just blow them out, I was like, Alabama may not be able to make the four, but with them losing a close game and with two of being hurt, I still can see them making the four, like you saying.
1: Downfall this season outside of
0: two ben hurt is they passed rushing ability. I don't think they had the ability they had in previous seasons. Right. So I think that's I think that's their downfall. Right. That. Previous years they had they had um Jerome Payne. Uh huh. Um, all, all all of them guys, and I, I don't think they have a, a first round pick on the defensive line. They don't. And that and that was the, and that was another thing I mentioned. I was like, Alabama, usually Alabama defense is good, it, it's dominant, and they got like a lot of first round draft picks on their defense. But this year they don't have that. Nah, I only see, I only see two, I only see two players on their defense. I mean, maybe three
1: and the first round
0: draft pick, but I only see two right now, and not not my. Right. Right. And one of them is the linebacker. he's hurt right now. Mm-hmm. He took Yale, but based on his potential, how he played last year, he could be a
1: first-round pick. Yup. I think Trey
0: Diggs could be a first-round pick. And for, that's did for, that I know for sure. That was the only two that would be going in the first round. Right. And that's how I feel. I was like, usually Bama got six, seven guys going in the first round off their defense. But this year I just don't see the I don't see the same I'm not gonna say talent because it's Alabama, but I don't see the same dominance that they usually have. Nah, they don't have the same I,
1: I, I see that too. I don't think Alabama has the same
0: not I mean, well as a team they have I think they don't have the same dominance in the trenches I Right. So, um on to the Cowboys and Minnesota game. How you feel about that? Who First of all, who did who did you have winning that game? Okay, so I had the Minnesota Vikings winning the game, mm-hmm. and the reason why I had the Minnesota Vikings winning the game is because
1: with the Cowboys, it's the, it's the same old stuff every year, right? And sadly, same, it, I mean, they had they they play good, they get hyped up, they they follow the hype. Again, when they have to go out and show
0: it, they haven't been able to prove it. They haven't been able to show it. So I had Minnesota winning the game, and I had Minnesota winning the close game against the Cowboys. How, so you mentioned the and you mentioned the Cowboys. We all know that they're really good, and they've been good for years now. What do you think yeah. is the problem? What, Who was the main problem for the Cowboys... Underachievement, because they—they're not bad. It's not like they're bad. They're still a good team, but what, 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 we—we—we we all feel we all know that Dallas should be better than what they are. Who was the blame for that? I think the blame on Dallas being the way they are is, are is that they won't—they won't stick to what they're, what they do best, mm. and what they do best is run the offense mm-hmm when they run the offense to Ziki they have a better chance to win it, but I think this shit, they wanted to show that price got as a uh, franchise quarterback right and a, they gave him too many throw attempts that I don't think that he he I don't think he earned the, the amount of that he that he gets in and, and bigger games hmm so running the ball and then off of play
1: action. I don't think that, that Prescott
0: is a go-win-you-the-game kind of quarterback. Now, he might have a
1: moment against suspect
0: defenses. I agree. Because he can win the game. But I don't think against a, a defense like Minnesota, I right. that Prescott proved that he can go play games like that. Yeah. Spot on. You spot on with that. Um, I agree. But I think so, I, I agree. But I think some of that come to come with, or some of the blame, or most of the blame, it's like these last few losses that they had, like the Jets' loss, um, the this Vikings' loss, this Green the Green Bay loss. I I've, I've been putting some of the, the I've been putting most of the blame on Jason Gerd. Okay, I, I see. I see where you could, where you could say that too. Because. It seems like, first of all, I got a problem with him because he don't adjust to what the t- what the opposing team is doing. What the opposing team is doing, what they whatever they whatever they're having success doing, I don't see enough adjustments where they, where Dallas say, "Okay, we, you're not gonna be able to do that again." I don't see that from them. I see the same old thing when 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 a, when a team has success in the first half doing something. The, they they do the same thing in the second half and, get, and kill the Cowboys like Minnesota Minnesota had a game plan and they ex, and they executed that game plan from the first quarter to the fourth quarter yeah so I, I don't think that um what's your name Jerry I, I think Jerry Jones wants to basically be the
1: the, HBP, the, the all over the team so I I think that he. I think that Jason Garrett is only there because he likes him, mm-hmm. and I don't think he's there because he's really a true head coach in the football league. Right. He's a cool
0: guy, I don't think that he's a coach for. Fishing. And for me, that you 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 are right. You're right. And for me, that's a problem. That's a problem because it's many it's many coaches out here. that that can really coach their tail off, and this is a roster that's really good. Like, this Cowboy roster is really good, and it's been held back, and it's been held back by Jason Garrett for years now. And to me, for me, that's a problem because there's a lot of coaches out here that can really coach, and Jason Garrett having his job for a long time, it's unfair. He would rather like he could go and he could tell them what to do, and rather than them, tell them the team what to do. So, right. I think it's Jerry Jones' not, It's not Jason Garrett's team. So even if he could coach, we wouldn't know because I don't think the jury gives him the right opportunity mm. to, to be a proper head coach to he show that he's a head coach. So you think Jerry himself is holding the Cowboys back, not just Jason Garrett? Yeah, it's both. Yeah. Too bad for the Cowboys. Um. So, how do you like Minnesota? Um. Well, with me being Minnesota is a good team, but with me being the um Redskins fan. Oh and boy. Eyes, and Kirk Cousins is quarterback. Oh boy. I know that Minnesota fans should not be too hype themselves so because mm-hmm. I don't game um, Right.
1: I they, mean, uh, they are nice. I, if, they, if they run the ball and their defense play extremely well, then I think they could go far in the playoffs.
0: But if it comes down to uh, Kirk Cousins and the shootout against um, someone like Drew Brees, uh-uh, he's going to lose that. I agree. Playoff
1: team. Playoff team Super
0: Bowl. Right, I agree. I'm 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 right on with you, and I'm glad that I have somebody that agrees because people think I be hating now. Nah, they they call me a hater, but I'm like, no, it's the truth. He don't win primetime games, but with the the difference between the Redskins and the Vikings is the the Vikings have a good head coach in Mike Zimmer. The Vikings got Delvin Cook, who can who's a, a nice running back. And right now he's probably he's he's one of the best backs in the league. Not to mention he got Stephon Diggs, Kyle Rudolph, Adam Thielen, and then the defense. He got one of the best rosters on football. So when I say Kirk Cousins is the weakest link, I'm not. I mean, I like. I mean, he's. I don't know. I don't know the guy personally. I think Kirk Cousins might be a nice guy, but as far as him playing the quarterback position, he he. You like you said, if it comes down to a shootout and. It, they, and Minnesota got to throw the ball forty-five times. Kirk Cousins got to throw the ball forty-five times. I don't think they win against Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, or Drew Brees. I just don't. No. not at all. So I'm not glad. I'm glad that you saying that because I'm not, Because they call me a hater. They say you hating. You hating. I'm not hating. I'm. Uh, I mean, I mean, if they saying that. If they feel as
1: though you a hater, off of that, go tell them to go search
0: up with um, Kirk Cousins' record in primetime game. <laughs> go look at his record in primetime football. Okay, he beat the Cowboys on Sunday night, but he got he had a good running game. He barely threw the ball to a, to his receivers. Defense played well for the most part when they needed to. Like, <laughs> like, stop calling me a hater. Right. Thank you. I mean, because they, they always call, oh, you hating, you hating. I'm not hating. I'm not hating. So this, I I feel like, I feel like this is a good transition to um Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers and Russell Wilson in the Seahawks game. I feel like this is a good transition. Because do you think, so we mentioned Kirk Cousins. Do you think Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback to get the 49ers t- back to the Super Bowl. And win it. I do think Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback. But I don't think that he's the quarterback
1: right now. I mean, as of this year. I think he is the quarterback of the future. But I don't think that he's played in enough football games to prove that. Mm-hmm. Now, he... He's a wonderful talent, so don't get me wrong. That he might prove us wrong. But right. Right now, I have him in the same category
0: as Kirk Cousins with more potential right. than Kirk Cousins. Okay, I see where you're coming from. Um I, I think his ceiling is higher than Kirk Cousins. Right. I think so, too. I, I think so, too. I think he's better than... I, you, you, I, I think you're right when you say you put him and Kirk Cousins in the same class. And like you said... Jimmy Garoppolo got more talent. And I think right now, for me, Jimmy Garoppolo is a little bit better than Kirk Cousins. Uh, yeah, I, only reason I don't say that he's a little bit better than Kirk Cousins yet because he's still unproven. Okay. It, That's fair. So, Kirk Cousins is a little bit more perceived than him. So, I can't say
1: that he's better than Kirk Cousins yet. I put him in the same, brought the same. they in the middle of the pack. With Jimmy Garoppolo having the potential to jump to a top seven quarterback, and I don't think that Kirk Cousins potential is paid is even in the top ten. So they middle of the pack quarterbacks right now,
0: but Jimmy Garoppolo has more potential. Right. So Russell Wilson yeah. for me, Russell Wilson is my MVP. Do you agree? Uh, Okay, and I love all three quarterbacks. Okay. Um now the reason why I say Russell Wilson is the MVP, um, Seattle first of all, Seattle's defense, it played good last night and it got a lot of turnovers last night. But Seattle's defense hasn't been that good this year. It, I mean, it, it it just hasn't. It hasn't been that good this year. Um Second of all, I look at what Russell Wilson got on his offensive line. Lamar Jackson, n- nothing to take away from Lamar Jackson, and everything you said about Lamar Jackson about teams, opposing teams, and defenses having a year to study him and his game. I agree, he has gotten better tremendously, and to be honest, he surprised me. But I feel he got a, he has a great O line in front of him was, with a nice running game. And some good receivers. And and along with a defense. Russell Wilson. He don't have that. He got an average offensive line. Uh, He got average running backs behind him. For the most part. He got average wide receivers. He don't really have that one go to wide receiver. Really. At least not yet. Well. better weapons because mm. um, name me a receiver in Baltimore that's proven a proven receiver to play for Baltimore. Uh, they don't they, they have some young guys like uh Marquise Hollywood Brown, he's explosive. They got they got a nice tight end Mark Andrews um they got Willie Sneed. That's about it. <laughs> yeah see uh, But who's on Seattle? They, He's
1: a he's a receiver. He's a is he a number one? Uh, I'm not sure if he's number one receiver, but I think DJ Matt can,
0: can get into that role. But I think that Tyler is a very proven receiver. Like he's a he's a legit family three catch family three catch guy. I think I think so. And I don't think that Baltimore Ravens have anyone this that yet. yet. you right. he's right. A, he's, he's a very good young tight end. One of the best young
1: tight ends in the league. But I don't think he's proven yet how they were We've seen players like him before, like, they play like him and they go through a lot of injuries mm-hmm. and they stature Right. I don't, he, might, he might be something. He might not. You know, we're not sure. We're not sure yet. I think that he's over... Rated because I came out to start the season against the Miami Dolphins, but I think I don't think he really proved that he's a that he's a big time threat other than
0: his speed right now. Mm. so So, like I said, like you said, you you may have a point right there um with Seattle and the weapons, but you know he got Mark Ingram, Lamar Jackson got Mark Ingram behind him. He got a good defense. Um Seattle defense it's not bad but it's not great either. I don't think it's better than Baltimore's. And I look at what Russell, I mean with just what Russell Wilson is doing I I mean I, I it's just crazy. And then last night he he goes against the 8-0 49ers with that ex, with that good def with that great defense and not he didn't have he had like he didn't had 400 yards of passing and four touchdowns. He didn't have that last night. But he did play very well, and he won them the game. I mean, I don't think that Baltimore is getting enough credit but they went over the New England Patriots. Oh no, I I love Baltimore. I love Baltimore. I think as of right now, I'm not ready to say that they're the best team in the AFC right now. But as of right now, I think they are like one of my top teams in the AFC. I think they. they...
1: AFC with with New England in their discussion because of their hit, because of their history and the way they're playing mm-hmm. with Anson City and having having MVP and Patrick Mahomes, him get back to get him get back healthy will be a big deal and to save the Baltimore Ravens. edge over Kansas City, but I think Kansas City has the edge over Baltimore and Baltimore has the edge over New England for what they show, but when it comes to the playoff, I'm going to stick with what's been working, so I do think that the Patriots will be representing the AFC and the NFC
0: undecided. Yeah, I'm kind of undecided too with the NFC, but we can get to NFC too, but with the AFC, I... I agree like if I if you if you were telling me hey pick one team out of AFC that you think gonna represent the AFC in the Super Bowl I would have to go with New England just based off the fact it's New England and I know what they're all about but I do think Baltimore as of right now have shown me that they are a little bit better than Kansas City as of just right now I think I think they're a little bit better than Kansas City. And I know where you're coming from when you say Kansas City, is, you give Kansas City the edge over Baltimore, but you give New England the edge over Kansas City, but you give Baltimore the edge over New England. I do saying, but just for me personally, I, I like Baltimore a little bit better than Kansas City because I feel like I can trust Baltimore's defense. I don't know if I can trust Kansas City defense.
1: Uh, but when Kansas City and Baltimore play each other, I think it's, it would be a, I mean, it's kind of, it, it's a shootout. And in the shootout, mm. in the shootout, I don't, I think that, in the shootout, I think the only quarterback that can shoot it out with, um
0: with Patrick Mahomes is Aaron Rodgers. So that's why I gave, well, that's why I gave, Keeps the edge because the game do turn out to a shootout against them too. But Baltimore Ravens do have some key pieces of their defense coming; had some key pieces come back. Mm-hmm. In their defense. So they might, and and the trade that they made for Marcus Peters. yep That's, I think that was a good trade with Jimmy Smith coming back healthy. Uh-huh. And and Marlon Humphrey showed that he's one of the best young corners in the league. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't see where you're wrong with giving Baltimore the edge,
1: but I was just giving Kansas City the edge on based on when they last played.
0: Uh huh. You, you might be, you might be right with Baltimore defense broken up like that, getting
1: getting baddies back, then. they might have the edge. But knowing the Patriots, I can't, I can't. I can't
0: bet him. Me either, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not willing. I gotta see it to believe it. Everybody talking about Baltimore would beat New England again. I can't say that because Belichick would come back with a game plan, and he, and they, they 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 kill Baltimore and Lamar. But. I I like both of those teams. I also, out of the AFC, I like Deshaun Watson and Houston. But I don't think Houston is as good as those other three teams. But I also like Deshaun Watson. I think he's phenomenal. Um, now, you say you don't have, you're undecided with the NFC. I am too, to be honest. Um, as of right now, I would say San Francisco is my NFC, my, my, my best team in the NFC so far. just so far i like i like i like new orleans i like um i i i like uh... oh boy i like new orleans i like green bay at times but if i had to go with a if i had to go with a best team right now in the nfc i would go with san francisco but do you think in an, an honest opinion do uh-huh. you think
1: if, if if um honest opinion do you think is is if... San Francisco defense have a,
0: a bad day? Do you still think that they they would even be considered as your front runners? That's and a good question. Go, when, I, when I go off a of team, I go off uh, um, not just the defense, because the defense can
1: have a, a bad day, but the violence. And I don't think that the 49ers are very violent mm-hmm.
0: quite yet. Okay. I don't think they're quite yet.
1: Never know. So as of right
0: now, you gotta you, you gotta go with the um, Saints. I like the way the Saints playing. You can't go against Aaron Rodgers and Yeah, so That's a good like, question. Yeah, Saints and Green stay at a slight edge over over the forty nine right now. That's a good question too. Um <laughs> I'm 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 glad you asked me that when we when you said if San Francisco's defense, if it has a bad day, do do I still think they are do they are they still my favorite? That's a good question. Um now here, here goes my thing. Here go here goes my like my whole little playoff scoop. I think it's all about home field advantage. I think it's gonna all come down to whole home field advantage. And it's good it's good that the 49ers play um the Packers next week and then they pop, and then the 49ers got to play um New Orleans the following week. So I'm glad that and, you asked me that. Um look at read me the um for, read, read me the 49ers next three games. Um okay. I'm glad that you asked me that as I'm looking for it. I'm glad that you asked me that because I don't know because I if think, th- I think Baltimore is in there too, I think. Uh-huh, I think yeah. I'm it is. So, so, so you telling
1: me the
0: next two, three games are uh, against the Green Bay Packers, the New Orleans Saints, and the Baltimore Ra- I mean, would you take New England? Patriots next three games is next. This this is their end of the schedule right here. Um, Card News next week, Packers the following week, then the Ravens, then the Saints.
1: Yeah. Okay. So them three games over
0: than the Cardinals, the last three
1: games
0: you just said that that will that will prove a lot right there. Right. That will prove a lot right there. But I, I think they're gonna win at least two of these games. Out of the
1: next, out, out of them three or out of them
0: four. <sighs> I think out of those three. Between Baltimore, New Orleans, and Green Bay, I, I'm 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 willing to go out on a limb and say they're gonna win at least two of those games. But like I was saying about the NFC, home home field. If New Orleans get home field, I can't see nobody going to New Orleans again and beating New Orleans. Now if they if. If San Francisco gets home field I might go with the 49ers I think it's all about who gets home field because both all three teams have tremendous home home field advantages I think if Green Bay if if, if a team if Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers got to travel to Green Bay in, in, in January I don't know if they get out of there alive that's so that it's that's that's my point Guy, I I still can't get him a an edge over the New Orleans Saints the Green and Green Bay with two Hollywood same quarterbacks. It it's leading both of them saying I cannot get 49 edge over that. But you have a play with the home film advantage. And I'm not even mad at you. I'm not mad at you. Because the way how New Orleans is playing with Drew Brees and that defense and with Michael Thomas, I, I mean, hell they I might I mean i it's not that I don't think San Francisco is a lot better than 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 the Saints. I don't think they are. I don't think they're a lot better. I mean to to be honest, I'm willing to give New Orleans the edge. But I mean, just off a of gut feeling right now, off of just my gut, when everybody is healthy, when they get when the San Francisco 49ers got George Kittle I, and all that I, I just think they're a little bit better. But I'm not mad. At, I'm not mad at your point in your argument. You're saying two Hall of Fame quarterbacks with two good teams. Hell, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. Yeah. So, one last thing. One last thing, because you told me you was a Redskins fan. What is it going to take? I mean, I, I, now no, no, let me be honest. I don't like when the Redskin fans try to try to rush and get back to being great. Like, let's start with baby steps. Let's start with baby steps. I don't, I don't like when the Redskin fans come out and say, "Okay, we Super Bowl, we're, we're Super Bowl contenders." I don't like when they say that. I'm like, can we start by winning the division? Can we start by winning eight and ten games? Can we start by getting to the playoffs before we say? Super Bowl. So, as a Redskin fan, what do you think the Redskins need to do to get back to respectable? <laughs> I think the Redskins to get back to respectable is, for one, we need to stop paying other people free agents. Oh, month. man. Because it, it's shown over the years, starting with, you could go way back to when Dion Sanders, <laughs> and Alba Haynes uh-huh.
1: were, and
0: now we are it again with Josh Norman. Yep. <laughs> and other people, free agents, It's not working for us, and we
1: come in and we give, them, we give the free agents so much money. Mm-hmm. Instead of investing in our own players, we give our free agents so much money that they come
0: in and it shows that our schemes do not really fit with the players that we bring in. Right. It, it is filled in other schemes.
1: So I think that's where we need to start at right there is building our own players and
0: stop paying other people players top dollar. Right. And and then I think
1: we need to clear the confusion and all honesty and all honesty are outside of football. Nobody else gonna say that I'm gonna say it. I I think it starts with a name change.
0: Mm, a name change. I think it starts with a name change. Being honest, all various
1: fans, it takes for us to admit that it starts with a name change for mm. us to even get on a, 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 a Super Bowl even
0: discussion. Mm. I, I mean... So we Oh, damn. Okay. Um, I agree. I agree with both points. I think you guys go out and try to spend too much money on other people's free agents. Like you said, well put, well said. You spend too much money on other people's or other teams' free agents and come to find out they don't fit your scheme. Like you said with Josh Norman, Josh Norman is a zone corner. He can't play man. You paid him $15 million, $75 million a year. You're, you're, you're on point with that. And then your name change uh, point about them needing to just change the name and start fresh. I agree. I, I agree. I agree. Um, I agree. So, I, I, you know, I, I'm on total agreement. I'm, I'm, I'm here with you with the Redskins. I, so I'm just glad that I was able to get you on here today. Um, we had a good talk. You you, you should have come back.
1: Yeah, I will. Nice talking with
0: you. Yeah, you should have come back. But um, there we go, Quadre. We got we got him on air. Uh, great conversation. You can um, we we I be I I see this stuff. But great conversation with him. These I mean, I, I told I agree with you on all your points. I don't. <laughs> Uh I agree with you on all your points. I love your MVP candidates with uh Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, and Deshaun Watson. That says a lot where the league is going. Anytime we got three black quarterbacks that are playing at high levels. Um I'm glad to see that. I'm glad to just see that. Three black quarterbacks playing at at at, at high levels. That, that that you know, that's that's big. So um thank you for coming on here. Um guys, that's the huh? I said thanks for having me. Uh no problem. Anytime. Any problem, bro. Any time. So there you go. There y'all go. Um we'll be I'll be back episode I'll be I'll be back for the next episode. Thank you guys for listening. Um it's been real. I gave you guys my top ten teams and I gave you guys a, a you know a, a sit down. Where we, t- where, uh, with a listener, where we talked about the last few ga- the, the you know, the big games throughout the weekend. So, thank you guys for listening once again. And I'm out.